You've got mail. Two males, that is. Two males recording a podcast. And that podcast <laughs> is Sync Floyd, the podcast where we watch every single movie to see what syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler, and with me is James Barron. Hi, I'm James Barron, one of two males on this podcast. <laughs> yeah uh, it's a masculine dominated podcast it's got a so, lot of masculine energy eh? are, you, are you pumping really iron while does. we record as well uh i don't have any iron at hand to pump but uh <laughs> you did I tell can... me before we started recording that you're in bed <laughs> i am that's how i usually pump iron as well oh good, good to know. <laughs> yeah i get it's good for crunches <laughs> it's really bad for crunches don't don't do crunches in bed okay. anyway <laughs> as you said we watched well, did you actually say, or did you just imply that we've uh, watched the film You've Got Mail this week? <laughs> keen eared listeners would have known that. Yes. You've Got Mail from 1998? Yeah, 98. Directed by Nora Ephron, who I just found out today was one of the only people who knew Deep Throat's true identity in the Watergate scandal. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> and she guessed it. She guessed it correctly. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. How well I don't that? know if there's a prize for guessing Deep Throat, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's impressive stuff. Yeah, I don't know that's... how that contributes to her di- directorial ability. Well, it's like it's well. a new level to look at this film about like an unknown source kind of talking to you and like changing your life, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> James, can you sum up what You've Got Mail is about? Sure. You've Got Mail is about uh, two individuals living in New York City, baby. And they've, um, they're from completely disparate worlds, oh, yes. but have similarities as well. They're, what, they're both owners and operators of bookstores. One is a big mega store that's opening, and the other one is a, a little bookshop owner. Uh, Meg Ryan is, is the owner of the little store around the corner. Anyway uh they don't know each other at the start of the movie but uh they are talking to each other online and without names and they don't know each other and then they meet in real life and still don't know that they're talking to each other and they hate each other oh yeah real life oh man it's crazy and then <laughs> and then later on about the midway point of the movie uh they decide to meet and uh tom hanks's character the big megastore owner he uh like finds out that meg ryan is the person that he's been talking to and oh it's not good oh no he's, he's putting her out of business he's crushing a mega like the mega store's crushing the little bookshop and oh man and he thinks that's a dick move situation. he goes on the date with her he shows up on the date anywhere, anywhere with her and just razzes her for her date not showing up yeah even though he knows oh. i was gonna get into this but I'm yeah not a we fan will get into of, it of, of honks hanks <laughs> tom hanks <laughs> No, I think Honks. his character was called Honks. <laughs> Tam Honks in this movie. I'm not a big fan. Um, but yeah, anyway, at the end, yeah, to sum it up, he, uh, they eventually, through some like weird social manipulation on Tom oh, Hanks' yes. part, they end up like falling in love uh, at oh. the end of the movie and getting together, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into it. What we did you will. think of the movie, first of all, Gareth? Like, as a, like, what are your thoughts? Oh. So I'd never seen it before. I um, have watched the trailer a few times, but watching okay. it completely on mute with Pink Floyd playing, it mm-hmm. was like, it had its flaws. It 
I'd but agree. its flaws didn't take away from it enough it was still like a completely enjoyable serviceable movie yeah i'd say it's a solid movie there's a like, big drag um in it which we'll probably get to mm, and yeah. yeah tom hanks amazing directorial job to make tom hanks a dick yeah like for real. the world's sweetheart and you're making him so unlikable yeah was this post forest gump um 98 i 98. think forest gump was 97 right yeah must have been <laughs> must i don't know i'm not gonna fact i refuse to fact check it no you're in bed the library's miles away yeah man how am i gonna do it yeah that's crazy there's no bookstores near enough that i could find this information in an encyclopedia uh how mm, how weird and funny and sad is it that he's running a million dollar big corporate bookshop okay yeah this is this is one of my notes coming up like it's wildly ironic yeah (laughs) like the story revolves around like the internet and then um like two bookstores like one big big bookstore eclipsing the other Mm. when like in 10 years none of this is gonna matter (laughs) yeah like the bookstore all bookstores are gonna be shut like (laughs) well to be honest like the little bookstore shops will do slightly better because they don't have to pay like it's true it's bigger rent and everything but yeah yeah. like i was just looking at like the amount of expense in this big bookstore and being like this is a big financial mistake oh yes yeah i wanted to like marty mcfly my way into the movie and be like (laughs) pull out this is gonna lose so much money (laughs) what effect the future was him just going back and like fixing financial errors that's like i think that's what biff does right oh sure yeah really he like he bets on the horse races but he like uses it for funny financial gain yeah he's not trying to help tim honks in his bookstore <laughs> tim honks no no he's not we need to get into our synced experience yes the, the reason people are talking about us. the movie here <laughs> yeah um overall thematic sync to get us going yes uh doesn't doesn't super align i guess like the technology age hmm. is talked about like a little bit in in the album but not really like because it was 1978 right so they had no inkling of what the internet was going to be no. at this time it didn't even exist as far as i know <laughs> <laughs> but like i guess like technological advancements still kicking off like late 70s so Heck yeah yeah um man like yeah money had a big part in it and it has a big part in the album that's true yeah money yeah. i think is the is the good thematic sync here that one um yeah yeah no, love and money kind of are in both of them so it's a sort of a yeah. thematic sync in that we'll take that we'll that's, take it that's that's two themes out of a possible many <laughs> yeah how many that's themes it. are in this album and in this movie heaps yeah it says <laughs> we've we've covered them extensively to this oh, point yes. <laughs> yeah all right let's let's dive into the old in the old movie eh? uh and this movie unlike this podcast uh kicks off with such a bang yeah Ooh, i literally wrote down holy shit this intro it's the... so hype like we, oh. <laughs> it's like we dive into the like cgi realm well first we open <laughs> like a little aol window yeah on a computer desktop and then there's we see the world we see geometric shapes of like planets mm. we zoom in over them breathers blasting at this point it's it's hot and yeah like we see new york city on the face of a little orb yeah 
in like uh what is it like like wireframe and then that fills into some like weird 90s ass graphics <laughs> and a very like love. blocky kind of way in the same way yeah. as the beat honestly like a really cool visual aesthetic like Heck it's yeah. super 90s but like also like quite cool like, yeah like you can I'm imagine some it. cool dj playing that as their backdrop now yeah for sure absolutely so that um we- title sequence was done by milton glazer who designed i heart new oh. york oh that's awesome yeah yeah no like yeah it's a it's a it's a great intro Heck it's yeah. pro- probably my highlight of the movie <laughs> Because it worked very well with Breathe over it, I think. Yeah, it really did. Like, actually, take back the cool DJ. Like, Pink Floyd could play that as the backdrop for a song. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Like, in their live shows. Yeah. Up in the the background when they're just, like, doing a 35-minute solo (laughs) that they've added to Breathe. Yeah. into it. Oh, yeah. crowd, I'm hype. (laughs) And then, yeah, yeah, so so a mouse kind of clicks in and turns it from CGI world into real world. Yeah. And we kind of pan slowly into Meg Ryan's apartment. As soon as we get into Meg Ryan's apartment, the vocals kick in. Yeah. Yeah, It's like the human side comes in to the human side of the movie. Yeah. We've, we've seen the technological aspect. Yeah. Yeah. It's all synced up there. I'm quite happy. We're like looking through the window. Um, we see, yeah, Meg Ryan's jumping around her apartment. She's got Mm. a lot of energy, this girl. Yeah. She was so great, Meg Ryan, in this. Yeah. I'd agree. I, yeah. I like her character, and I like I like her performance. She's good. How much did you relate to, um, like her boyfriend Greg Kinnear leaves? She makes sure make sure he's completely gone, and then she just runs and sits down on the internet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't relate super hard, but oh I yeah, love, you're not I, dating Greg Kinnear. Forget. I, I'm not not at this stage. No, Greg oh. Kinnear, if you're listening, <laughs> call me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine this is my whoa! (laughs) Imagine this is my call out to him. Yeah, just through the fifth episode of a niche podcast. (laughs) Here we go. Oh yes. Yeah. So we launch into she's like, finally he's gone and she can like do a little secret date Mm. or like check a AOL instant message, and um, on the run is playing here when she's like logging in this logging in sequence takes like a full minute <laughs> as it did and in I'm, the 90s and i'm loving it i <laughs> i loved the uh, there's such a nostalgic like tactile feel to old internet mm. stuff that is so great in this movie mm. i love revisiting this the old dial-up sound is an absolute nightmare <laughs> oh yeah but like it's one of those things that like uh, the youth of the te- the youth of today will never understand, Gary. Mm. They're never gonna they're never gonna know what the old dial up was like. <laughs> That's such Just a like, like tiny difference that they yeah, miss out hearing that. Yeah, but yeah, but like waiting idiots. like a full minute for like a JPEG to like scan in. Yeah, you see it bits at a time. Ah, oh, good times. <laughs> Just the top of Tom Hanks's face. Then you walk away and you're getting his eyes next. Yeah, we're loading in the poster for You've Got Mail. <laughs> yeah. Um, I share a little run to a computer. Yeah. Um, synced up very well with uh, On the Run. I thought her little, yeah, like, little, little steps to the doodle doodle Yeah, the little footsteppy bit. Absolutely. She's, yeah, I, I thought this was a good soundtrack to the old, old internet. Yeah. Logging in there. And then um, we cut to Tom Hanks's apartment where he's um, hanging out with Parker Posey's character. Yes. Or Tom Hanks's character is hanging out with Parker Posey's character. That'd be weird if she was in character he wasn't and they still filmed it. 
Um, and her little run around the house also syncs up quite well. And then she sits down on Tom Hanks's lap and gives him like a hug, and he does this like "gwo" face. Yeah. <laughs> um, really like worked with the synthesizers at that point. Yeah, the big big agree. Honestly, <laughs> I, my note is just that everyone is like literally on the run. They're all like need go oh, it's yeah. time to go it's new york city it's a big city We've, everyone's got to go somewhere they're all <laughs> off to work presumably yeah um yeah but these guys they can't wait to just get on the old oh yeah on the horn <laughs> <laughs> the, the internet horn start firing off other. those emails yeah james I, what's also, the best email you've ever got and i interrupted you for this question i'm sorry <laughs> no i'm okay with it i'm trying to think um my dad often emails me just music videos that he's into. Oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, like, because uh, he doesn't have Facebook or anything like that. Yeah. Don't look for my dad on Facebook. He's not there. All right. <laughs> Please um, stop looking for him. Stop looking. CIA. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, they're like, um, so that's a good email that I've received. What was the last uh, of your dad's big picks? Do you have one you want to plug? Um, mostly just music stuff yeah uh I, no i can't remember like any specifics off the top of my head maybe i'll link one for the show notes <laughs> yeah a, a my dad recommendation seeing as he like recommended this album to me like way back when oh, i think yeah. we can trust his taste can you um text him and see if he's seen you've got mail and see if he replies by the end of uh, recording i can i'm gonna do that right now <laughs> yes um, um what's the best email you've received while i do that oh my gosh so embarrassingly not too long ago and i'd forgotten about this and i just found it because i've been trying to clear my emails because i've run out of space um i emailed there was this ant professor on the colbert report and oh. i emailed him and i was like hey just saw you on the colbert report it's so interesting um do ants dream <laughs> and and he emailed back and um, this was probably in 2009 maybe 2010 uh, we do not know yet. My friend has just finished an interesting paper on if ants sleep. Oh, wow. Um, please buy my book. And I, uh, it's called, uh, what is it called? It's something, Adventures of a Cast of Millions. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Alrighty. Um, <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> of interesting facts ant about <laughs> ants. And I my haven't read it yet, music. but oh my gosh, was I delighted to get a reply. Did you buy the book? No. Oh, it's on my uh, Goodreads, don't worry. Okay. And I've given it the old Sink Floyd plug now. Yeah, if we um, get enough on the Patreon that doesn't exist, if we get enough donations, we'll sync up uh, Dark Side of the Moon to us both reading this book. <laughs> yes. Reading it out loud to each other? Yeah. Yes. Oh, we could do a companion audio podcast where we just read the end book aloud. Oh, that's actually kind of lovely. If, I don't know if we uh, should commit to that, but I am, <laughs> no. I am interested. Let's set a really high price for it, like $52. Uh, okay. <laughs> 52 <laughs> Yeah. All right. I'm all right with it. So again, $50 to get you to spend a whole day listening to Pink Floyd. Yep. $51 and I have to become That's... the online riddle master. Yep. And 52 and we'll record ourselves reading the book to each other for you to listen to while listening to Dark Side of the Moon at your own time. Mm. Yeah, that yes. seems fair. Yeah, I think I think we can commit to all three of those. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, that text has been sent. Oh all right. good. Um, um, clocks come in as people are pushing up their shop shutters as the day starts. 
yeah this is good this is a really good sync with the clocks yeah. in time i'm like i'm final this is finally synced up with something and yeah. i'm just happy i'm stoked about that like <laughs> it's been a long time coming we <laughs> like we had something back in moon episode i remember but like yeah that, well the goblins last week as well <laughs> the goblins <laughs> yes how great oh, if man. the goblins just showed up at that exact same point again and it turns out our computers are cursed yeah i cursed by goblins <laughs> i'm for it oh yeah um yeah i i also just want to quickly note that the title of the film you've got mail has been said three times in the opening seven minutes of this whoa film. did you keep track um, the whole time yes good it's said a lot of times oh yeah it's said like upwards of seven times i noticed at one point the words you ha- <clears throat> you have mail are written down oh and that made me a bit mad yeah, that would annoy me. <laughs> Come on, guys. Constant yeah. branding. It's important. Heck yeah. Speaking of constant branding, we have Tom Hanks walking into his faceless bu- grey building yeah. that will become um, Fox and Sun Books. Yeah. And like these woey guitars are playing in time and it makes it look like he's about to go do some like espionage or something yeah. evil. It adds a real evil texture to the big bad bookstore. He's wandering around with um, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Oh, I'm stoked to see, by the Heck way. Yeah. Dave Chappelle does a great job in this movie. And yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan. He's like, turns out to be like the runner, like he's going to run the bookstore or be like the manager or something, but he's also yeah. like a good friend of um, Tom Hanks' character. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy to nicer, see his character's a nicer guy than Tom Hanks' character. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. He does like do a like weird stringing him on kind of thing later, but mm. it's, which is a little sus, but <laughs> I don't know. I think he's probably nicer. Yeah. Um, he is like, oh, sorry. he like gives Meg Ryan the benefit of the doubt later. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like by the standard of how jerkish everyone involved in this big bad bookstore are, he's the nicest one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, my dad has just replied to this text. <laughs> yes. um, he he says, uh, "Is that the one with the restaurant scene, or was that Sleepless in Seattle?" Anyway, yes, we saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell him there are at least uh, four restaurant scenes in You've Got Mail. Okay. All right. There are quite a few <laughs> restaurant scenes. Um, I got I excited th- in oh, Back to There's the a follow-up. There's oh. a follow-up. He replied again. I thought I thought it was a bit of a chick flick, but mum liked it. Aww. So, there Aww. you go. It was clearly a date movie for them. Yeah. Back in 98. Aww leaving the kids I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna reply i'm gonna leave it at that I'm gonna that's leave fair it alone. that's a lovely bow on it yeah so he approves like yeah. he, he thought it was a chick flick but like mum liked it so mm. yeah all good all good <laughs> i got excited because uh tom hanks's dad or uncle throws him a lint roller it cuts to a shot of tom hanks catching it i was like oh that's a sink and then i realized no that has nothing to do with the music that's just movie <laughs> it <laughs> that's just that's just the thing that happened <laughs> yeah Oh, that was embarrassing. I've been, um, I ate like two helpings of lasagna while I watched this, so Yo. I'm kind of in a very sl- like sleepy carb m- mode. Mm, so, Garfield. Yeah, exactly. I'm living that Garfield life. It's a Monday. Oh, I hate hey, it. I approve. <laughs> oh man, why'd you have to bring it up? <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> it's all right. I uh, too am relaxing in a Garfield-like state. I live my <laughs> life like I'm Garfield pretty regularly. That's so. good. Yeah, I'm uh, fine with it. I love lasagna and I hate dogs. Yeah. So. Well, I don't hate all dogs. That's not true. Oh, yeah. I hate, forgot you don't. I you're hate, not a dog guy. 
I'm not a big dog guy. Hmm. Come at me in the comments. <laughs> Please don't. I'll have to read them. No, no. <laughs> oh. um, uh, like so, say, yeah. I'm a friend of all animals. <laughs> uh, all right. There you go. We had a um, little like drum full when the um, door knock subtitle came on when someone was coming in to bring in a vase. Uh, like, is this in the building still? The like the future bookshop yeah well does he leave to go to the office or is the office just above the bookstore uh he must have left yeah yeah okay i I do i do love the like uh the painting of this um of big business here how like everything's like really expensive but also really shitty (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah what kind of material is this couch it's money yeah I'm really disappointed that that happened in the middle of uh, time. Yeah. <laughs> <but> not money. <laughs> um, just quickly before this, um, Meg Ryan's shop gets revealed here, and that's in, in the slower like part of time. Hmm. I love her wee shop. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to. This is my ideal job. I like when I get old. I want to work in a little old used bookshop. Heck that's yeah. That's my dream. There's Where a lot of really good room. ones left. Those in Auckland. Just yeah. if you want to keep the dream alive, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, move there, become a true Garfield, and just <laughs> relax constantly in a bookshop. Be yeah. I'll be uh. like the, the little cat on the counter in the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, love it. Yeah, so, like, I just... So we're back at the... Um, we've got the really big business stuff going on, mm. the, like, talk with the dad, and presumably his, like, granddad... Like, there's three generations of foxes here, right? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, that's the granddad, yeah. not the uncle. That's why I was... We'll get to it, but I was confused about the family. Yeah. And the... Was it that the the granddad character was in love with the um, mother of Tom Hanks's... Like, of um, Catherine... What's her name? Uh, Meg Ryan's character's mum. Like, yeah. Were they, were they, like, entwined? Yeah, and she was too young for him. But they yeah. wrote each other letters. Yeah. That's a nice little detail. Yeah. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I'm wondering, because this is a loose remake of a like, old play, I'm wondering if that's supposed to be a reference to that, implying like these are the kids of those characters. Oh, that's nice. That Maybe. I've done no research into that, but... That's okay. kind of... That's 100% correct. Alright, there you go. We're not going to sync it up with a play. That's no. Right. Not <laughs> sneaking, yet. Us sneaking our like, Walkmans into the theatre oh that's so rude i don't want to do that yeah. no amount of money will make me do that that's yeah too um <laughs> rudeness is the line that we draw yeah absolutely i don't want to i don't want to be rude to anyone no i'm happy to destroy my own life <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too so we've got money um syncing up with meg ryan's like lack of job satisfaction here mm. which is pretty good she's like this is she's we get introduced to well not introduced to we have um her current boyfriend with his two typewriters yeah yeah he's great he's really funny character heck yeah and like well written as well i like a lot of the characters in this movie just not tom hanks (laughs) yeah yeah i would be happy Uh, meg ryan ending up with anyone else yeah also uh money is still playing and we get like this like really over the top line that contains the phrase the corrupt sands of of commerce oh wow yes so good i, I bet pink up. floyd saw this in cinema and like oh wish we chose that as a lyric that's golden <laughs> the corrupt sands of commerce 
that's my terrible Pink Floyd impression. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after that we see Tom Hanks owns a boat in New mm. York City, so he's rich as fuck. Heck yes. And he's got a nightmare um, ex-wife here, who doesn't show up again. But is that his ex-wife? I thought that was his... Isn't that his father's new partner? Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't really put that together. She yeah. was just so, like, weird. And, like, she, like, kissed him. When oh. He didn't want to do that. And her friend was weird as well. Yeah. <laughs> the nanny? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, jeez. This is a really awkward scene. Mm. But it's followed up with, like, a quite nice one where they're at the, the old full fate. Yeah. Although the fun at the full fate is so scary to money yeah like to I these guitars agree. yeah these parlor games take on a whole new meaning Ugh, yeah <laughs> it's all uh it's all a ruse they're taking <laughs> the money out of the pockets oh man yeah for a for a bit of fleeting joy eh <laughs> uh, pink Gross. floyd know all about that i found um, <laughs> fact dark side of the moon may be just an anti-carney album yeah quite likely hmm ironic that that's like their most successful album of all time yeah um, um they tom hanks juggles kind of in sync to um money as well yeah Very exciting i love this scene in the trailer it was so inexplicable <laughs> he just starts juggling yeah oh that trailer that trailer folks yeah man if you if you do, if you don't want to watch the uh the movie and you just want to listen to a podcast about it um fair enough and <laughs> just watch the watch the trailer because it's pretty it covers the movie pretty succinctly yeah. and it's also like wild <laughs> it's a great trailer yeah there's a lot of scenes that like only made sense when i saw the movie like when steve zan throws down the newspaper saying that the killer was captured yeah which turns out to be not that important oh man that's gonna come up later in the notes and I'm oh ready. good okay that's important um, to us not important to the plot heavily important to a one james baron <laughs> i mean uh, if you want to track what you think the killer's up to while these other scenes are happening be my guest <laughs> well what he's up to now he's killing well, like, people on rooftops oh, presumably yeah above the full fate oh my god now that, now that adds a darkness heck yeah <laughs> that only money could dream of <laughs> um so um, then tom hanks brings these kids into his into the little bookshop yeah Meg, meg's bookshop yeah the, the shop on the corner it's called thank you yeah yeah and yeah, yeah so they meet in person for the first time yes and they're talking about how like bad fox books are and they think they're talking about a them but they're actually talking about an us and that's when hey. us and them's playing nice, nice, nice very good stuff yeah and i love that yeah. the kids are like due to like remarriages and stuff these two little kids one of them's his aunt yeah because it's his is grandfather's daughter i think so man i hope so great. yeah it could have just been that it's like that they're both his kids from another <laughs> marriage if they Which are is sort he's of... kind of a bad dad yeah i'd agree he's a great hey. nephew slash brother but maybe not a great dad yeah i hope it's all true i didn't really i wasn't really sure in the moment I yeah was like, maybe this is like a bit that he's doing and i think like me and meg ryan were on the same page with that and we we're like <laughs> is this real or is i full credit of the doubt because i just wanted wanted it yeah and the other little kid is so his much. brother because it's his dad's new kid right okay yeah and that yeah that actually makes a fair bit of sense yeah. but yeah tom hanks i just want to point out tom hanks is already lying at this first yes minute like immediately after being like told like don't trust 
lying men mm. was the what the friend said, and he just starts lying. Mm. So fell on deaf ears, <laughs> not into it. Yeah, he's not a great guy. He sucks. Joe Fox. He does. He sucks. Ah. Oh. Um. Yeah. So the, then we get the opening of Fox Books. Yes. Which honestly, it looks great. Like yeah. this bookstore is huge and really awesome and a huge waste of money. But like, <laughs> man, it, it looks cool. I would go there. Yeah, I, I miss like, a good big bookstore. Same. We had like but, Scorpio Books back in Christchurch, which yeah. is like still pretty good. Think yeah. Quite small in comparison. But, we used yeah. to have Borders. Borders was great. You'd spend a day there, start on the magazines, get for them the CDs, then the books. And, and before you, you know, it's time to go. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm the reason these all went under. Oh right, I'm a real piece of you shit. Just, you just read like six books in a bookstore and then leave. <laughs> I actually, I remember. Um, so I had to go to tutoring after school, and so did my brother. But our tutorings weren't at the same time, okay. so I got to like hang around at the mall. Um, oh, nice. while my brother was getting tutored. Hope he's okay with me blowing up his spot that he also got tutored. Hey, man, um, there's nothing wrong with getting tutored. Heck yeah. You just get, like, get a bit of extra learning. I heck don't think... yes. Yeah. Um, and I would go and I would sit down, hi- hide myself, get all, like, ensconced in the corner of the Wickles bookstore, mm-hmm. get out a Captain Underpants book, flick to the page I had been last time I was at the bookstore, oh, <laughs> continue wow. reading. Nice. And that's how I read all the Captain Underpants books. Mate, I would live in fear of the old flipperama at the bookstore in the Captain Underpants books. If you don't know, listeners, Captain Underpants has a feature where you like flip a page backwards and forwards really quickly and it will create like a short two-frame animation. Yeah. But if you do that and you rip the page and you're in a bookshop, buddy. Yeah. I'm not would... saying that has happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But None of us are saying me. it's happened to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. It's, it, that's a true nightmare scenario when you're about 10 years old that's that's a scary time mm. i um i met dev pilkey the author of captain underpants and he was lovely oh wow yeah i bet he would be yeah oh my gosh so nice especially to come up with like so many good anagrams i feel like you'd have something <laughs> to bond over you being the online riddle master <laughs> yeah he was excited to meet me he was like oh, the future online the riddle master <laughs> <laughs> he knew. Yeah. He'd done an anagram of your name and it turned into <laughs> that somehow. Anyway, uh, I just want to point out my favourite line in this movie is said by George, who's the character who works in the bookshop. He's one of the, like, four characters in um, Meg Ryan's bookshop. Yeah, played by Steve Zahn, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, another good job. And, like, quite a cool character. He's sort of just, like, playing what he always plays, mm. but, you know. Um, he just says... <laughs> The line I couldn't I couldn't hear this line obviously because I'm listening to it like really really low in the mix, but he just says I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun, <laughs> which made me really that. happy. That's so good. I want to go to this fun nut shop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really it's like oh, I'm getting out of here, man. I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. Uh, please, if anyone get, does use that as a kiss off to like leave somewhere, like. Mom, Dad, I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. Please let us <laughs> <Dad>. know. <laughs> yeah, right in. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. Um, I didn't have any good sinks until they get to this, like, fancy dinner party. Yeah, neither did I. We're, 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 we're going to launch into the dinner party. Yeah. Yeah, this is where they they really meet for the mm. first time, is what I want to say, because we it's revealed that 
um, old mate Tom Hanks is actually Mr. Fox, the owner of the bookshop. Mm. The not uh, very fantastic Mr. Fox. No, not at all. <laughs> he's weird. He like eats like he brings up the Godfather. Never bring up the Godfather <laughs> to no. a girl that you're interested in. Like pro tip, this is horrible stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, that's like top of the list of like movies men explain to women yeah it sucks that and like fight club like, don't, just <laughs> yeah. don't be that guy man that nah. sucks yeah and that's oh, coming man. from us currently explaining you've got mail to you What's that? we aren't explaining it We're, this is like a companion piece <laughs> yeah yeah i'm not like leveraging the godfather to like get a date mm. It's just like I don't know. It it put a bad taste in my mouth. Just yeah. like he is about to with all that caviar. <laughs> Another oh. scene that's inexplicably in the trailer is Tom Hanks just scraping caviar. Yeah, well, it's like the fastest visual reference to show that like Tom Hanks is like actually a douche. Mm. Like in this in this movie, he's a dummy and a bad guy. You yeah. shouldn't like him. <laughs> and here you go. Yeah, that's I, that's why it's in there for me. All right. Um, yeah. No, he's um yeah he's no good <laughs> like meg ryan's like oh how could i ever trust you after that first impression mm. and that's where the movie should end <laughs> absolutely yeah no chance to win back <laughs> nope the emails fade away irredeemable yeah yep anyway <laughs> with, unfortunately there's like a full like hour and a half left of this movie yeah. um but it's fine let's get into it uh we get a lot of like as their like respective partners are meeting each other there's mm. a lot of like facial expressions going back and forth where they're like judging each other for for what their partners are like because mm. i don't think anyone is happy in their relationship in this movie like uh tom hanks is dissatisfied with his girlfriend at this point i think yeah she's sort of like soulless <laughs> <laughs> and only cares about like business and screwing people over, over. Yeah. and she thinks that's like what he's about as well um and also like greg kinnear is that the guy yeah. the other guy yeah he his like character like it turns out later on that they aren't in love with each other at all yes just I, sort of like a relationship of convenience i love that scene later on where they just go like laugh and go i'm not in love with you either <laughs> who else are you that with? felt like super real i yeah, love that scene thank you yeah. i thought I thought it was like great writing and also just like that shit happens mm. <laughs> like yeah it's cool anyway oh, yeah. um yeah so there's some facial expressions going back and forth as uh brain damage plays here and the, the, it's pretty good it's like they're listening along with me and it's like <laughs> oh like what do you think of this Ooh, hey <laughs> bit of wild choice in this song isn't it yeah These keyboards i said keyboard like a narc just then sorry <laughs> <laughs> you kids play keyboards on the keyboards <laughs> so then Not tom computer. hanks gets home and he writes this remorseful email about the way yeah. he treated meg ryan to what he doesn't realize is meg ryan yeah and he says you ever feel like you've become the worst version of yourself while it says there's someone in my head but it's not me yeah <laughs> man that's good yeah that's a tasty sink um <laughs> Mm-mm, yeah, scrape no, that off the caviar like the thing is like him saying this does not he just look is looking for someone to like justify his behavior yeah emailing somebody that he doesn't know it's like shitty behavior like yeah yeah acknowledging that your behavior shitty isn't no redeeming it you're asking for forgiveness from someone you've never met as well Mm. like you're saying like 
like, oh, I did this shitty thing and I'm like dissatisfied with who I am. And you're, he's just like fishing for someone to be like, it's Take fine. Care. Like, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. Here's just my side of the story. Tell me I'm exactly. a good person. Yeah. Oh, we cut to Meg and she's replying and she pauses exactly when the little sample goes, I can't think of anything to say. Yeah. And then she starts typing again after it. Yeah. Nice. 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 Good work. You've got mail. Yeah, man. I'm into it. They they, they knew. They were listening. Oh, yeah. Director's on the ball. (laughs) I reckon, yeah, Um, definitely Meg Ryan was listening. She gets a lot of the best syncs. Yeah, I'd agree. In fact, that does bring us to our favorite segment of which character do you think likes Pink Floyd the most? Uh, Greg Kinnear. Yeah, I wrote that too. <laughs> Slam dunk. Slam yeah. dunk. Absolutely. He's I reckon like, um, Tom Hanks he bought l- the CD and didn't quite get it, but Greg Kinnear from day one. Yeah, he would, he would have a first edition that he's never even listened to. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks' character, rather. Hmm. Yeah. He, he just has like it on one of those frames in his yep. apartment to look cool. Here's it, here's it on his shelf. Hmm. Yeah. Whereas Gross. Greg Kinnear's with me in a record store now going like, oh, vinyl's good, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That's what he's doing. He's like t- like trying to angle it so he can talk about his typewriter. <laughs> yeah. I've met that guy. Like, <laughs> that guy is always at a record store. So yeah. There you go. Oh. Um, this is the sequence now when they're like... Uh, sort of trying to avoid each other mm. running into each other all the time <laughs> there's a great guy here and the sequence where he like pay like weird weirdly like angles the um cashier into accepting a credit card by telling a knock knock joke yeah the knock knock um, syncs with um a heartbeat sound as well that's good it's Very like exciting. the end of the album right Not yeah like, yeah um yeah no the start of um playthrough two mm. yeah yeah like how does that knock knock joke work it like charms the cashier somehow that yeah. sucks oh uh, it's just rewarding uh, his shitty behavior because now he's being rude to someone who like is really just doing their job working in the cash only line and saying she has to pay with cash yeah yeah i love this she has no cash man <laughs> <laughs> yeah she has no cash and then the lady behind she has no yes. cash i was loving that yes Reminded me a lot of the guy in, um, I can't remember his name. He's in Friends. He talks about tartlets. Um, he's a, like, really good comedic actor from the, from the 90s. Like, okay. Ah, man. It'll come to me. Oh, yeah. I think I know who you mean. Is it, um, oh my gosh. We've just both had our minds erased of this person's name. John Lovitz. Yes, that's him. Yes. I'm having a wonderful time. Yes, yes. I I thought briefly that this was John Lovitz. It could have been played very well by him. A good cameo spot for him. Mm. Same kind of vibe. And see, we got the less good version. John Likitz. (laughs) Oh, no. This Um. poor man. He's trying to make it as an actor. Is the next scene Christmas? Like, when they were yes. setting up for Christmas? Yes, yes. Yeah, so we get a shot of um, Tom Hanks's aunt, the child, singing uh, Tomorrow from Annie. And then we yep. cut to the bookstore singing a song that was called, like, All the Instruments. Oh, um, really? Something like that. Just, just real quick, that little girl singing, um, she's singing from Annie. I wrote that this is an anti-sync with Breathe. Yes. Because um, Breathe is, like instrumental is playing and she's singing away 
and I'm hearing none of the singing. <laughs> as soon as she stops singing, the vocal starts. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm like, damn it. I'm really excited a- for when we get a film that anti-syncs so hard that we have to give it like a nine. Yeah. That's going to be so sync. good. Yeah. Maybe that's what's been happening this whole time. And oh. There's like been a lot of this a lot more, but it's a lot harder to notice. Yeah. Your brain's not set up to... Your brain is set up to find pattern. Yeah. It's not set up to find the opposite of pattern. Yeah, the lack of a pattern. The yeah. chaos. This is where we'll occurring. get to, like, down the line, though, we'll get so good at pattern that we have to find... We It's so natural for us that we start looking for anti-pattern. Ah, uh, yes. Our brains will have evolved. Yeah. I'm our faces will cover in hair everywhere except for our eyebrows and beards. <laughs> <laughs> like true Pink Floyd fans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate yeah. all these fake fans of normal hairless faces. <laughs> you have to become Wookiee-like. Yeah. To fully appreciate it. The album. <laughs> but yeah, none I'm of these songs synced. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Um. So this. Yeah. They're they're like singing around the piano. They didn't sync up at all. Mm. But is it a thing in America to sing around the piano at Christmas time slash it must Thanksgiving? Be. Yeah. I'm into it. I like. I want that to be a thing here. Aww. I play the piano, and I think it would be fun. You could just be... I guess that's what the guys who bring their um, guitars to parties are trying to always do. Where you start just lugging your full piano to a party. I think that's more acceptable at Christmas time, I suppose. But, like, uh, I don't want to be the, the, like, piano party guy. That sucks. (laughs) What about me with my no musical ability just bringing, like, Christmas bells to a party and trying to get a sing-along happening? (laughs) Just bells? Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I'm on board. You're the bells guy. Yeah. Oh. You guys recognize like, the speed? Come on. Jingle bells. No one's going to be as bad as I went to a party once where somebody bought their pet rat mm. in, inside their hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> that sucked. Wasn't that my birthday that, party? Was it? It might have been. Yeah. Oh, yeah I it remember, wasn't good. If not, it was the same guy yeah. um, who brought his pet rat. And I remember my mum finding out because this oh, was like man. my high school birthday party. And she was like, there is a rat at this party, Gareth. And I was like, I know, I'm also not happy. <laughs> who sold who out? <laughs> yeah, the rat told us. The bloody rat. Yeah. There's Loving the party, Gareth. You are not supposed to be here, rat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd invited the rat's ex-girlfriend. It was really awkward. Anyway. Oh, no. Um, I love that the rat has become the nickname for this person who won't be named. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. I, I was just it. picturing this rat finding it awkward about the human they dated being there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> too late now. Can't go back. Oh yeah, man. We keep reigniting old enemies on this show. That's what this podcast is about for me. I'm starting <laughs> bringing back all my old beefs. Yeah, much podcast like Pink Floyd, beefs. you're building a wall. Because the the the, the, the idea is that they have to be fans of me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to even make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine though, like getting deep into a podcast of like who you thought was your old friend and finding out. Like it's a major not your friend. Oh. Dang. 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 Um, speaking late. of war, Meg Ryan oh, yeah. gets um, persuaded by online Tom Hanks to go to war against real-life Tom Hanks. Yeah. Bringing up the Godfather again. So okay. many Godfather quotes. This sucks. Oh, like, yeah. Surely this would be the clincher for Meg Ryan. She should have been like, why is he talking about the Godfather? <laughs> yeah. She's like... <clears throat> she she comments on it she's like what is it with men and the godfather mm. and then he like defends it and then she's like won over by it somehow it's yeah. not even good no 
Yeah, she t- he gets he tells her to like start a war and like fight basically and mm. like not back down, which is I guess good advice. I don't know. Like, how do you fight big business? I don't think I don't know if this is the right move. You they they have way more resources, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean they give it a lot of bad publicity. Yeah, that's true. It, yeah. Like it's like it it works a little bit, but like they're just too big to fail anyway. Yeah. Until anyway, um, two thousand eight comes along, but hey, the look world will get to that. The world gets mail. <laughs> the yeah. sequel. You've got mail, but it's about like the audience. <laughs> yeah, it's just me, Ryan, pointing down the lens for the whole film. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> While Pink Floyd play, <laughs> and a bookshop burns around her. <laughs> oh wow! Jesus. <laughs> It's an artsy film. Heck yeah. I love the idea of a sequel with the exact same title, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's hilarious. Um, So going to war for Meg Ryan appears to just be doing some shadow boxing around her store, (laughs) Mm. which I love. She's just, like, throwing some punches. Very cute. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) um, Greg Kinnear writes a, like, mean article. Yeah. And gets to go on the TV. You're right, they do do real stuff. This is just, like, the first thing that you yeah. see. <laughs> and I'd, like, I, w- I would love it if this was her idea of what it <laughs> yes. is. What do you mean that didn't work? I punched all the air towards them. Yeah. I thought they were going to shut down from too much air. Yeah, man. There's a lot of air that could fit in that <laughs> building. I thought the clocks kind of became the clocks of war. The clocks of war. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> you know, you really got to try to fit these clocks in. Yeah, we got it. We got to try. That's the aim. We're I genuinely thought like maybe something had gone wrong because I was so nervous about these clocks happening, and then they were taking long. They felt like they were taking longer to come, and I was sitting there really tense. And I was like, "Oh man, I bet my like album stopped playing, and I'm gonna have to scramble to find the right times codes again." And mm. then the clocks came in and terrified me even more than usual. <laughs> oh no! <sighs> <sighs> it got you again. Yeah, I just. When I'm are you gonna, gonna stop to being them. scared of these clocks? Like. Maybe it's just a, it's always going to be a thing. You're always going to get scared by them. Yeah, I think I just don't like clocks in general. Like, I can't read analog time very well. What? Yeah, I only have just kind of picked that up. Oh, man, okay. (laughs) Like, like you've got a, like, serious aversion to clocks then. Yeah. (laughs) I'm personally for the clocks. I think that, I think time's a solid piece of the album. And the clocks, while scary, are a good intro. Mm. I'm pro clocks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, anti-clocks in general, but... You know, we agree on some things. Yeah, there you go. I love Pink Floyd watch. and Meg Ryan. See, I do. <laughs> oh, You've got to keep your enemies go. close. Oh. I, I don't know what that means. This, <laughs> we can read into that maybe maybe forever. Maybe you know, for the rest clocks of the podcast, of war, Clocks of war. Unfortunately, we've got to move on. Yeah. Uh, so, the after all this sequence with the, like... Um, like putting him out of, we're trying to put him out of the business, or like badmouth Tom Hanks, Tom Mr. Fox, yeah, and ruin his, ruin him, and get the shop going again. The old lady at the bookshop, I can't remember her name. Oh, what's her name? I've written it later on. Uh, no, I, I can't remember. She's the the old lady that works in the, at yeah. the um at the shop who turns out to be dating someone like fell in love with generalissimo from spain the like leader <laughs> yeah, of spain what? wild um yeah she like is saying uh, she's like i wish i could contact my dead my dead mum and see what she should do 
and and then she's like, "Well, let's talk to her right now." Mm. And I thought this movie was gonna go hard into like talking to ghosts, <laughs> yeah. doing like a séance, and I got really excited. But no, she's just gonna listen to the little locket thing, which yeah. is like a cute wee sequence. But man, if if suddenly <laughs> supernatural movie, oh yeah, what do you think? <laughs> so for it. Yeah. And they use while talking to the ghosts on how to save the bookstore. They're also talking to the victims of the rooftop killer to oh, try yes. to solve that case. Yeah, still out there. Yeah, still unsolved. You've got mail. Dot 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 from the other side. <laughs> That's the third one in the trilogy. Yeah. Back so, turning back to a normal film after the two-hour art piece of the previous one. <laughs> the third one is just a regular one. <laughs> yeah, really ghosts. scared going in they're like oh it's another rom-com oh okay <laughs> fine i think that's how you get good ratings everyone be yeah. pleasantly su- pleasantly surprised it's hard to do a third movie in a trilogy that's better than the second movie so just make oh, the wow. second movie like meg ryan right. staring down a lens while a bookshop burns and third ones, third ones are usually the the worst of the three yeah commonly they're the they're the hardest in the trilogy to make yeah if it's just yeah it's just I guess a weird movie thing like you've yeah. lost you've lost us if you've made a bad second one so you, it's harder to win us back yeah that's true whereas our, our hopes are higher and it's easier if you made two in a row that are getting better then it's easier to be disappointed yeah but then your dreams are dashed yeah mm. Mm. oh well oh well <laughs> uh so they're going to meet each other uh for the first time now great yeah. gig in the sky is playing and it's really building up the tension we've got the the vocal playing as like uh Chappelle and tom hanks are walking together yeah towards the towards the date and i'm like i'm getting excited mm. that they're gonna like figure it out yeah um so he's like too nervous to go up and see who this mystery girl is and yeah. so he sends dave up this is like his look. this is one of his worst moments yeah this is where dave like Dave Chappelle, he, he's is a bad friend. Well, he's a good friend, I guess, but like a bad person. Yeah. Well, this is when Tom Hanks is being such a bad person as well. Just like, oh, oh I hope absolutely. she's hot. Oh, yes, she is yeah. hot. I can't look. If she's not hot, then I'm not interested. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So like, Chappelle like buries the lead here in a hilarious way, mm. <laughs> which I kind of love. But like, again, this is sort of nasty. But. <laughs> It's, it's Chappelle being very, very funny. And yeah. so I approve of that. Um, yes. Uh, like, it's. I want to talk briefly here at this point about the movie and TV series Catfish. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Uh, was this... Uh, was the catfishing... Ex- this is like the first <laughs> example of catfishing in a movie. Whoa. I want yeah. to say. Heck yeah. Unless the people were doing it through, like, the postal service over the, or the phone. Over the phone? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I, oh. I would say that this is, like, the first, like, movie catfishing. Yeah, I'm, wow. I, let, I could be wrong. Like, I, I feel like there might be a movie from, like, the 60s or something <laughs> where this happens. But mm. anyway. Um, yeah, Catfish, if you don't know, is uh, where people meet uh, people online and they're... Uh, to be catfished is to be fooled into thinking that someone is someone else someone yeah. they aren't who they say they are so and it's often in a romantic sense as well yeah it's people falling in love with people online it's loosely based on you've got mail but yeah. it's a real thing <laughs> um yeah anyway it's it's 
quite an interesting thing. Heck yeah. Weird, weirdly made uh, MTV reality show, mm. but you know, a lot of shots of them of a guy filming a guy, and you're like, hang on, there's another camera here. Why isn't that camera just filming the guy? Yep. Yeah. They, they weirdly make like the cameraman friend like a character in the show. Yeah. For no good reason of... other than him just being a friend. Hmm. Anyway. Um. I've buried the lead enough now like, <laughs> that we can get back. I've done my Dave Chappelle job. We need I was just going to say, though, if this film was made 10 years ago, it would feel more dated than it does now. Like, if they were like, yeah, we met on MySpace, it would feel weirder than, oh, we sent each other email on the early version of email. I guess so. I yeah. guess it would be weirder. Or, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's online dating has become so normalized since Heck this yeah. movie has come out. Yeah. Like... It's it's definitely interesting. I would love to see a remake of this movie, and yeah. to see what the differences are. I think it's it's prime for a remake. Mm. You've got to do it well because if it's just like we met online and we don't know each other, the all the friend characters will be like, so, so yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like it could be it could be done really well. I think this is like ripe for a good remake where like you could have some interesting tension here. What if right they both meet on a deep faking forum? Whoa! They're deep faking. They've in the video chat, but they're both deep faking as Tom Hanks and um, Meg Ryan. And then when they oh meet in God. person, it turns out the Meg Ryan deep fake was actually the actor Tom Hanks, and vice versa. Jeez, they're like wearing those like Scanner Darkly suits that changed their identity in real life. Yes. Have you seen that movie? No, I want to. Oh man, maybe later. Maybe later. <laughs> yeah, they like this there's like a full suit that you wear that means you it like constantly shifts your facial expressions or ah, your, your yeah. facial features so no one knows who you are i've seen it's, gifts of that yeah it's pretty cool it's a good movie honestly oh, check cool. it out yeah the director's um, amazing is it I, I i don't know the director uh rich i think it's richard licklider who made like uh, the before uh, trilogy and also school of rock sweet <laughs> there you go fair enough i'm That's sorry your reaction to school of rock no, you keep cutting out, honestly. That's the only reason I reacted the way I did. Uh, anyway, we need, to, we need to get back to it. We need yes. That's because I mentioned deep fakes and now someone's hacked our line to make sure we're not doing any. Oh, my mind's been hacked, yeah. Oh, the deep no. fakers, they're, they're in there. Um, so the softer parts of Great Gig in the Sky sync up with him actually seeing Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. And then money kicks in. This old big money Hanks enters. <laughs> big money Hanks? Yeah, he's like strutting on in in his coat and tux or coat yep. and suit to some like boom, boom, boom. Yep. Honestly, this sequence is worse than standing someone up. Yes. Oh my this god, is, this is the worst thing. This is incredibly fucked up that he does this. Yeah. Just it's, teases her for having genuine feelings. Just yeah. Because he now has this quote unquote upper hand, although he already has an upper hand because he's crushing her small business. Yeah. It's but she was mean to disgusting. him. He's disgusting. Yeah. He's. He's, like, asserting his dominance over her, like, even more than yes. she could possibly realise, and it's just gross. Yeah. But oh. she does say the word cash register, and we hear a cash she register, does. so... Yeah, I wrote that note as well. Yeah. <laughs> There's also just a fair bit of, like, anti-consumerism talk. Mm. She, like, um, like, basically says what she's been wanting to say to him the entire time, like, about how he's being, like, such a dick. She, like, calls him out on it, and then he's yeah. like, oh. He's, like, all defeated and goes home like all upset or whatever mm. but like I, I cannot feel sympathy for him here he was being such a jerk absolutely oh my god 
Yeah, she cr- <sighs> she checks the mail, says no mail. Yeah. And a little sad face. <laughs> <laughs> and and then she crawls into bed at the end of money here at the end of the worst date of all time. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is a good sync. It's like <laughs> her crawling into bed right at the end syncs perfectly with the end of the song. Hmm. Mate. Oh. My, okay. The back my of next the newspaper, note is, and this is. I'm throwing you a treat here. This is when Steve yes. Zan throws the newspaper down. I said newspaper instead of bookstore. This is when he we're back at the bookstore and he throws the newspaper down. We're not in the newspaper and he throws the whole bookstore. Um, wow. And it says rooftop killer captured. And it happens yep. in beat. So there you go. There's the premise of the podcast. James, do you want to talk about your, this? I sure killer? do. Okay. I think that there is a read on this movie where Tom Hanks is actually the rooftop killer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think... It's plausible that there's some, like, American psycho shit going on here. And he is also the rooftop killer. He's, like, a master of social and, like, like, mental manipulation. Yeah. Right? And he is, like, like, engineering his way into Meg Ryan's life and being super gross. Yeah. And if, if he hadn't been captured right at this point in the movie, I think this theory would be completely indebunkable <laughs> i think he if he wasn't already in jail like i think i think it's highly likely that tom hanks would have been he would be top of my list of suspects as the rooftop killer is there anyone in this film who doesn't appear after the scene because maybe they've wronged tom hanks in another way and he's manipulated the police into catching them um i want to say george disappears here the guy like the guy who throws the newspaper down but i could be yeah. wrong about that and also he couldn't have thrown the newspaper down and have been captured yeah that's true Ugh. maybe it's just a subplot that we don't get to see it is it's it's sort of irrelevant it's like played for laughs right like it's yeah. like oh your date could be this murderer oh he could be anyone but like he could be mm. <laughs> tom hanks it was someone like at starbucks who like wronged him and so <clears> he did a cheeky murder on the way home and got the starbucks guy to show up at exactly the wrong time yeah, there's a whole side plot because yeah. the um, the bookstore is also ruining it for small for coffee businesses, mm. and so the Starbucks people are also getting fucked over by this <sighs> new bookstore. It just was happens off screen. So yeah, you never know. You've got murder. <laughs> it's just like I reckon that you could cut this movie together in a way that it seems that Tom Hanks is the murderer. <laughs> Heck yeah! In fact, this is just one. I don't know if you've watched You on Netflix. But this yeah, is just I one seen you. voiceover, like, Bex, you noticed oh. that I sent an email. This is just one voiceover away from just being that terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. It kind of is. Like, it's it's gross. Like, yeah. it's, it's, a bad, it's a bad character that makes, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's wishful thinking that I want him to also be a murderer. But anyway. <laughs> you just want him to be in jail for, yeah, for officially doing murders. murders, but mainly just being a jerk yeah mainly for being a terrible man (laughs) (laughs) hey james what's your next sink (laughs) all right uh fair enough fair enough that's enough no i'm for it yeah no anyway tom hanks he's uh he's avoiding his computer like he's avoiding talking to Mm. nick ryan there's a cool it's this is a cool shot um he's like walking backwards and forwards across the little hallway bit in front of like framed in the hallway in front of his computer um going from like one side to the other and then reappearing he's like mm. it's a nice little like time lapsey thing and this uh 
this syncs really well with the whole um short sharp shock vocal oh, yeah. section like that perfectly aligns like the start of that <laughs> section of him walking around and the end of it is like when he goes back to his computer yeah nice it's, it's nice um and then so this that's... us first theme is when he's sending his apology email which we've already oh no we haven't dissed this one but also pretty manipulative um <laughs> is when he's kind of like recognizing even though he's discovered she's them it's still us like yeah there's something to there's still the person that i was falling for maybe i should yeah. be somewhat nice yeah 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 Ugh. no Ugh. good also someone needs to tell him how to that he can hold down the backspace key <laughs> instead of tap 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 yeah he like taps it like a thousand times <laughs> to delete like two full like lines of text <laughs> yeah come on man or just highlight it's... your text and delete it yeah i know it's early internet time but step it up yeah mate mate uh so birdie was the name of the old lady character oh, nice. she reappears here it's like high tea at her house mm. where the decision's been made to close the business close um the little bookshop it's really sad yeah any color you like is playing over this scene and it's like quite a quite a nice uh background soothing song mm. for, yeah for tea it's at good Birdie's house. Tea this is where she like reveals that she <laughs> like was in love with the general of spain yeah this is, sounds like a plot line we would make up and try yeah to right into this film but it's it reminds me a lot of the like cancer reveal in the room and then it comes out <laughs> yes. of nowhere that's <clears throat> it's great yeah you know, I'm, I'm i'm positive about it and then uh, um that like reveal leads to greg kinnear and meg ryan's very amicable breakup yeah where he's like and, i could not date someone who didn't politically believe in me and then she's like i didn't vote and then walks out of the cinema yeah and then it cuts to them in a cafe where they continue their conversation exactly from where they left off meaning they just silently walked into that cafe and then had their like big conversation yep I, i'm i'm quickly want to double back and say that they're bloody talking in a movie and i can't stand movie talkers <laughs> yeah it's the worst although greek Kinnear does point out that it's only the uh trailers it's the ads i i get it i get it but come on guys we're all in the same cinema yeah some people want to watch these ads hmm I want to see what this talking hot dog has to say. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'm glad he gets dumped. But um, <laughs> yeah, he, their their breakup is really nice. I think mm. this is a like honestly a really good scene in a uh, romantic comedy movie to have. I think uh, if this hasn't been done before, it's it's nice. It's it's a mm. cool scene. Heck yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a similar scene in Someone Great, the Netflix rom com with the amazing soundtrack, and it was yeah. my favorite scene in that film. Yeah, sweet. There you go. I think I just love happy breakups. Hey, man, that's a good way. That's a good. It's a good way to break up with someone. <laughs> it's it's a shit situation, and like if you can break up amicably, I think that's quite rare. Yeah, it's good when it happens. And if you can play Pink Floyd while it's happening, let us know. Yeah. Oh, please that's, don't. Don't do that. Yeah, oh, <laughs> don't do that. No, that's not advice that I'm willing to give. Pink Floyd's for happy times. Yeah, only only ha- well, actually, no. It's like quite a sad album, but anyway. Yeah. Pink Floyd's only for if you're getting the team together to stop a um, dreadlocked terrorist, yep. um, cheating on your future husband, uh, lost in a labyrinth, alone yep. with your clone on the moon, or yep. getting mail. Those are the, yep. <laughs> those those are the only times at the moment so far you can, you can play you can play this album. <laughs> uh, yes, 
so yeah i just love that they're really chill with each other it's, mm. it's good it's a good scene and then he like moves out he's like getting in the taxi cab and going away typewriter. with two typewriters yeah <laughs> he's like carrying one and then i think you can see the other one <laughs> in the in the cab which i love that's yeah. really cool um yeah it's it's just quite a sad end to the second play of the album here mm. like brain damage was playing over that scene at the end and then like yeah we've got this is when she walks into the big bookstore yeah she's wandering around like the fucking city that destroyed her you're like <laughs> it's it's rough stuff mm. and like the fucking shop uh, person the like little clerk doesn't know what he's talking about he can't help anyone and she's helping them and crying yeah but that clerk is a young chris messina chris messina yeah or missina or something there's an actor who i thoroughly enjoy oh Uh, he was in sharp objects he was in the mindy project oh wow (laughs) yeah he was recently in birds of prey which i didn't recognize him in that which was weird that i recognized him in this and you've got mail what a good guy yeah shout out to you Chris. same name as the guy who invented the um vocoder that bon Iver used oh wow but sadly not the same person because that would be amazing that would be wow that would get this one more sync star simply because just because of that (laughs) (laughs) all right hey i don't i don't make the rules for sync stars (laughs) i should Um, though we get a little once the have you got anything until on the run anything in this new brief um no no i don't think so i've got like Neither. my next thing is about the elevator oh okay um does it happen before or after the dream by oh the, no that that is in breathe actually the, oh, the cool. elevator thing yeah yeah so they get trapped in the elevator uh and breathe is playing over like it's a serene song hmm. but it's so scary have you ever been trapped in an elevator gareth yeah i got trapped in um the sydney sky towers elevator oh wow that sucked um, yeah but i also i actually just last year my friend and i were walking into an elevator and she was like oh no let's take the stairs and i was like yeah good idea mm-hmm. we got out we by the time we got to the bottom of the stairs we found out there'd been a power cut and we would have been stuck in that elevator whoa how good is that the, ne- right? the elevator near miss yeah oh lucky how about you i have not been stuck in the elevator but i have had the elevator open halfway between two floors oh yeah <clears throat> so i like you see like the the concrete floor of the building and then mm. like a little bit of the the floor above and the floor below and that was scary yeah but, i used to I, in my um, I just, first flat i could do that like open the door while the lift was going oh, yeah. and do that yeah you had like a cool manual elevator in your yeah first it was a bit of a dick move because everyone else found that elevator scary and i was like look, look at this in between floors <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, me, that what i sound like <laughs> <laughs> that is a startlingly good impression of yourself um yeah no it's that was quite scary i don't i i, I have a minor fear of elevators i would oh, say no. that was all right um but yeah I, to, to sum up to finish my story was just uh I, I shut the doors and the elevator kept moving and then it was opened on the creek floor. Oh, <laughs> I just hit the closed door button and it fixed. <laughs> so um, Christmas Cena was also in that movie where people are trapped in an elevator with the devil. If, oh. if that needs to be brought up, who knows? All right. Hey, he's back. <laughs> Full circle, I guess, on the elevator stories. I, I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Um, uh, anyway they get people to jump in this elevator to unstick it i would never do this, this no is, never like this is a terrible idea and isn't it the like elevator man the like mm. 
the elevator man. I don't think this it. elevator man knows much about elevators. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. It's it's uh, it's no good. Don't no. jump in an elevator. That's something you should never do. Yeah, even if it's completely safe, it's still scary and thus a jerk up. move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, yeah, it's my nightmare. Just I could talk on. scary elevators all day though, because I just had a flashback to last year as well when I went. I was in an elevator and the doors opened to a completely black room and there was a man in there who had been right. stuck in there and we never found out how long he'd been there but i swear it had been 50 years whoa and he was a that's ghost. ages because he was hell? just like he was completely in the dark and he was just like uh, hello and we we're like oh hello and he's oh. like um have you lifted the lift door open i'm like yeah yeah and he's like good i'm gonna leave oh yeah it was that poor, poor guy. man and then as soon so as he left, scary. we were like, yeah, that guy, that guy was a ghost, wasn't he? Yep. Official. A hundred percent. He's living there in the darkness. Or you just like freed a restless spirit. Oh. Yeah. Doing a good thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's out there now. At peace. <laughs> um, speaking just, of just in life. scary specters from the past. Yeah. Meg Ryan walks around her empty bookstore and she sees herself as a child yep. dancing. Yep. My little, my seance theory is coming together here. Yes, where I'm, I'm getting, I'm see, we're seeing literal ghosts, <laughs> and I'm loving it. I'm like, okay, I'm back on board. Mm. Like we're getting this, this, uh, this is the only time it happens, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> and it's on the run, and that's kind of cool as well. Like, yep, kind of scary. There's driving synths to some ghosts. Yeah, Meg Meg Ryan isn't scared though. It's just nah. a vision of her mum of the good times. Mm. It's really sad. Heck this yeah. whole sequence. That's a sad, sad movie, really. It really is. It's like, it's, ah, it's rough. Rough stuff. This joins Moon in the films that you realise are sad because of Pink Floyd. Genre. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, it's sad but good, I guess. Like, I think Moon's better, but you know. (laughs) Um, yeah, so her footsteps walking away from the closed shop sync with the the beats of, uh, On the Run. Yeah, she like is in time with her, mm. her footsteps, which I like. That's a that's a wee sink, Heck a yeah. tasty wee sink. Yum yum, yum yum. Uh, <laughs> so now it's just uh, we get a sequence of a man living with with his dad on neighboring boats, mm. which is a funny concept. I kind yeah. of enjoyed this. I'll watch I, a the whole reveal. Film the reveal that there's another boat, like there's the Fox Three, is the name of his boat, and then right next to it, the whole time has been a boat called Fox Two, which yeah. is his dad's. I love that. I think that I think that's really funny. Mm. Um, yeah. When did Tom Hanks get a dog, though? He had a dog at the start of the movie. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, he had a dog this whole time. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, embarrassing. That's, <laughs> it's like one. It's one of the things that he mentions in the like opening um, things. It's, I think it's his first You've Got Mail to uh, Meg Ryan is that like he's talking about it, how his dog sleeps on a big cushion the size of an inner tube oh, okay man this is embarrassing that's fine like I, 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 I remember story. weird stuff like this from movies <laughs> like completely in, inconsequential stuff um, well, the dog the, very important because the dog gets the final shot in this film anyway he does good dog good, good dog. dog shots good dog visuals there's lots of like interplay between tom hanks and the dog like cutting between the two hmm. the dog will be giving him a facial expression like you know what the right thing to do is <laughs> yeah. that's my dog Ooh. voice <laughs> yeah um yeah so here the clocks and time go off as martinis are being made how do hmm. you feel about this one gareth um just alarmed but otherwise not <laughs> not much of a sink 
It's, it's time for a, a cheeky drink with yeah, your I guess pups. Drink o'clock, with your yeah. pups, you know, on the boat. <laughs> the boat's then, quite nice. Um, yeah. Briefly, when when you see him emailing Meg Ryan from the boat, it like has all the like weird like mechanisms and uh, like re- readouts for the boat's um, like electronics, I guess. Yeah. In the background, and I like until I realized he was like, oh, he's on his boat. I was like, is he doing like weird spy shit? <laughs> I was like really freaked out that he's like because he's being really creepy at this point in the mm. movie, and from here on, but mm. um. Like, he, yeah, I thought he was just, like, in a creepy spy van that he'd bought, but then I realised that it's, like, his boat. <laughs> you know what? No, it was his creepy spy van. Okay. I didn't see an um, establishing um, shot. Creepy spy van. Yeah, from, also, I want to note, from this point in the movie, uh, we get uh, Tom Hanks, like, trying to seduce Meg uh, mm. Ryan's character and, like, involve himself in her life, even though he knows that he is this, like, date over her and is keeping that secret and refuses to tell her until the end of the movie. Yeah. Which is fucked. It's fucked. It's, like, complete emotional manipulation in the worst possible way. And notably, from here on, none of her friends, no one's friends appear in the movie from this point forward. Because... The classic red flag when your friends... Because if a friend appeared in the movie, they would say, what the hell are you doing? Yes. (laughs) This is a terrible, terrible idea. Oh you my know? gosh. Oh. Zero friends. This is really weird because, like, I, I've mentioned already, I'm not, but I'm not a huge fan of the show You, but this is making me a fan of the show You because it's finally showing how creepy, like, yeah. uh, the men in rom coms are. Yeah, man. There you go. Ugh. Scary stuff. Like, it's, it's so they're like, um, oh, the. She's at, like, her lowest point, right? Which mm. is where her friends would be showing up to, like, give their advice, give her assistance. It never happens. It's no. only Tom Hanks that the is here. The rooftop killer's got them. Yeah, exactly. He's killed them all. <laughs> it's, it's He's also just... apparently murdered Pink Floyd because I'm getting no sinks. Yeah, man. There's no sinks for the entire part of this movie, and that yeah. made me even more scared. Like, <sighs> it's, it's, just, it's just Tom Hanks. It's the Tom Hanks show from here on, mm. and it's him... He's in control. He's killed the director. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a Tom Hanks album. We should sync it with that with that stretch just to like oh, see God. if that works because he's taken completely over. I feel like he's one of those actors. I actually like. I want to briefly say I have nothing against Tom Hanks. No, never. <laughs> I think he's just really creepy in this movie, and I don't think that's his fault. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think he's a great actor. I reckon he would be the type of person to have a like blues album that he's yeah. Made. You know, up yeah. there with the like Hugh Laurie's of the world, well, like Steve Martin's banjos and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I reckon he's he's that kind of type. Tom Hanks on the harmonica or something. Yeah, yeah. I'd listen Absolutely. to that. Same. I reckon that would be a good sync. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> a good sync with this movie. Uh, anyway, uh, that was such get... a stretch to get us back on track. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I'm doing my best. We've got to get through this really tough section here there, yeah. there are no uh, there's no sinks there's nothing that syncs up it's just like weird dates where like he's getting to know meg ryan's character better and she's like mm. he's like wormed his way into her life mm. and it's gross <laughs> um, i'm gonna cut like right to the end of the movie if, if you're yeah, all right with that no sense um, just creeps yep just creeps uh <laughs> so like 
we us and them is playing as we go to the mystery date at the 91st street garden right and it's mm. a good little soundtrack here to meet like the person that you want to fall in love with it's nice yeah. soothing it's worked because every beat of us versus them and this could just be again talking about structure and film but we had like when they first met in person was to us versus them, us and them yeah and then we had um when he kind of softens after he knows who she is but she doesn't know who he is yeah yeah and then yeah we f- finally get like them actually being their authentic selves yeah yeah i guess so but yeah like all's forgiven she's like crying yeah. in the scene where she, she meets him and like it was you yeah like what <laughs> really mm. surely like i would be putting it together like she'd be like you knew this whole time yeah. like there's no way you didn't know and you were like hanging out with me this whole time and we became like friends it's fucked up yeah like Unless this is maybe she didn't immediately click that he does know they kiss like maybe yep go home together the next day is when she's like oh, yeah there's on. a post-credit scene where she's like what the fuck yeah i've had one night to think about this and this is messed up <laughs> yeah yeah that's I'm all moving. i'm hoping yeah that's yeah. all i'm hoping for this movie that there is a post-credit scene <laughs> that's omitted um i've got bad news i watched all the way through the credits oh nothing no, no sense over <sighs> that's a shame that's a yeah. damn shame yep so we just pan up to the clouds we see the dog barking and like humping the back of tom hanks leg <laughs> he's trying to get something in his pocket yeah he's got some bacon probably in like some evidence that he's a rooftop murderer Oh, it's the it like falls out of his pocket, and it's the headline that like the the killer escaped. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're like, oh god, <laughs> it's back on. Oh, now we pan up to the clouds, and then like there's a double click or something, and the credits start. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It says who knows who knows which is which and who is who in the song. Whoa. When, when, we get, when we get the end. That doesn't so, sync with the true film, but it syncs with our feelings about. It does. His it does. It's like ugh, she's in so much of a worse spot than before. Mm. She's lost her business. She's like in love with a guy who's like manipulated her and strung her along for like months. Yeah. And the same guy who destroyed that business. Ugh. Oh. She's oh. like out of a relationship with someone who like she wasn't in love with but like was a decent guy and like mm. they were hanging out together paying the rent together in new york city it's tough yeah. like man oh, oh the and scene when the other bookshop employee goes oh no i'm gonna be broke and i'll have to move to brooklyn was very yeah. ironic <laughs> yeah yeah sorry back to back to the sad sad ending of this film no 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 i i, I we skipped over it but new york is like a major character in this movie like with the like the, the city is character trope has never been more apt here mm. it plays a major role it's even we even have like a christmas scene which is like something i heavily associate with new york yeah like snowing and christmas in new york is like a major vibe this movie has that yeah mm. the, the crazy rents of people yeah oh mate if you ask me though going back to which character likes pink floyd I think New yeah. York likes Pink Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. I think so. The city is is, is breathing the uh the song Breathe. Oh yeah. You yeah. know what? This is just me speaking and uh, let me know if it's too loud. But I just call okay. New York the city that never sleeps. <laughs> what? The city that what? That never sleeps. That's just a uh, thing I say. I don't know if anyone else says it. Um You know, it's sort of like know. it's a big apple, isn't it? No. But sorry, that's just me. That that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why no. would it be an apple? It's a hey, city, James, Gareth. What would you give this film? How well do you think it's it synced? 
sunk it attitude. sunk it sinked it sank um i would say not a lot of sinks not there were some not a lot yeah um, there were some the ones very that, good ones there were some good ones they were I, I was happy i was happy with it um the movie itself sort of tainted my experience of what of the sync ups whoa you know it like it just, I was, it just left a bad taste in my mouth yeah that's you know? funny i enjoyed it but now that i realize talking to you about how sad it is yeah i'm kind of yeah i'm off it again sorry that's right i mean i love <laughs> probably my fault. i love lots of films of sad endings so yeah, yeah why not all right no fair enough yeah um anyway uh i want to i want to give it the rating uh, it's not the worst i want to say it's four out of ten. Oh, how do you feel about that see because there were moments when it definitely had better sinks in the room but because like with our young child eyes only see- seeing the room as the first one we gave that a six and this is definitely That's not true. a six or any higher i feel like there were a higher frequency of sinks in the room mm. like a lot of my notes are more about the film this time yeah that, like there's the low ebb in the room but like it starts off with quite a few sinks yeah you know? um i don't know i think i'll give meg ryan's character um seven out of ten for her sinks yep but it's not enough to save the rest of the film no which i'll agree yeah is a four out of ten all right cool right locking it up shake your hand (laughs) podcast handshake (laughs) to wrap things up but all that's left to do is i'm gonna reveal i'm gonna reveal the next the next uh movie that we're gonna be watching oh yes um so we've got like we're listening to the old dark side of the moon right Mm. and it's it's a it's a film it's a film about accepting death and and life and it's got so many poignant things and it makes me think of a quote gareth yeah makes me think of um a quote i see now that the circumstances of one's birth are irrelevant it's what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are yeah yeah and uh that quote is attributed to mewtwo in the movie pokemon the first movie ah yes yes thank you (laughs) and that's what we're going to be watching next week oh i'm so excited there's so much dark melodrama in that film it's gonna play so nicely it's gonna work (laughs) right i hope it works anyway until then uh i've been james barron um i've been gareth blackler um follow us at sync floyd pod on twitter yep um and all that jazz and until next time i guess we're gonna see you on the dark side of the moon on the dark side of the moon (laughs) i don't even know whether to like sing at the end (laughs) (laughs) wait you haven't been meaning to (laughs) 